By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. It's two-stepping. You know, I'm such a good dancer, I can one-step. Do you know that? I did not know that you could hop on one leg. <laughs> I can't. It's, it's called the hokey pokey dance, right? Uh, That's what it's all about. Yeah, you, <laughs> you put your right leg in, your right leg out. Okay, 614, good morning. It is BS.show. We're here for another scintillating journey into uh, what we consider to be a uh, waste of time for most listeners. No, actually, not. That's not true. Not. not. Uh, you know what? I, what? I, I forgot to move them over yesterday, but I got them last night. You forgot to move them over yesterday, but you got them last night. They've been a pita. Don't piece part match it together. I mean, just oh. do the whole thing. All we want to do is. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Here we go again. All we want to do is. <laughs> That's true. We sit there. We know how Missouri weather is. We, I mean, we come back here. We live here. We'll move. We'll come back because all roads lead back to the loo. And yet the the weather hasn't changed. The weather patterns haven't changed. It's either cold or really okay. cold Think or of- warm and really warm. And we know this, but yet we still stay here and about the weather. But think about what's happened this year. Normally, we have some, you know, I don't want to say warm days, but, you know, some fairly... I guess Take I'll your say. breath away days? No, it's a fairly warm days before Christmas. And typically... We have right, those. Well, no, no. What I'm saying is it's backwards this year. Because normally we have some fairly warm days before Christmas. And then after the first of the year, or like, you know, sometimes like on the first of the year, we have a tremendous snowstorm or super high, you know, super low temperatures. It was opposite this year. We had like the minus six or whatever it was, uh, you know, uh, right around Christmas time. And... Now we've got like the super warm temperatures. Matter of fact, yesterday, you know this, we set a record, the record that was held since I think like 1938 or 1939, 72 degrees yesterday. And it I, would not surprise me because it was beautiful. It was. And I think the old record was 68. So it was like almost, you know, 80 years ago. Now, but what's crazy about this is, think about that for a minute. Within, within two weeks, we went from minus six to plus 72. That's a spread of almost 80 degrees. It's like, what, 78 degrees spread. Okay? Normally, you know, throughout the year, we'll or, or normally only have like, you know, well, I guess we'll have technically we have like a 100 degree spread because, in fact, it, typically almost every summer we get like a 99 or 100 or 100 plus, and then we usually always get like, you know, like a zero or something like that. You know, there's some. there have been some winters that I remember that within the last 10 years that weren't all that cold. You know what I mean? If, I mean, if anything, it was sort, sort of unseasonably warm throughout the season. Yeah, it was like Florida Christmas. Well, not like a Florida Christmas. Although, remember, remember when I yeah, was going was. through that? Remember I was going not through all the cities? Not this but it has been. And, and I looked at my where my son lives in Pensacola. It was 28. I'm going like, okay, 28 in Pensacola. That seems awfully cold. You know, because if I'm not mistaken, I think he told me it never gets below freezing. Well, it did. It hit 28. Anyway. And I don't think they have heaters. Well, 
Some of them don't, but just like some places like in California, like in San Diego. They don't of, have AC. They don't have air conditioners. They have those evaporative coolers and stuff like that. Um, you know, and I'm going like, you know, because it's so nice because the ocean breeze just tempers everything. I still, I still was amazed all these years later. I was still amazed. You watch the local TV stations in San Diego. They give you three forecasts. You know about this? Three forecasts. No. They give you one forecast. They give you the temperature in the forecast at the beaches. Then they call it inland. And then they say the mountains because, you know, you can go from sea level to, I think some of the mountains to the, to the east of of San Diego are like three, 4,000 feet tall. I can't remember what mountain range that is, but you know, it's sort of the same way in LA. If you know, you know, look at the Hollywood sign, the Hollywood sign sits way up in the air, but yet you can drive all the way down to the beach in Los Angeles and be at sea level. I mean, literally at zero because that's where sea level is zero. Uh, although don't talk to the environmentalists. They'll say, well, sea level is relative because it's rising two feet every year. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> part, what of it, part of it is, I read another article over the weekend. It's pretty interesting. They say that the problem in Florida is not that the sea level is rising, is that Florida is sinking. Isn't that they interesting? They say that about California, too. Well, but Florida is sinking. You know why they say Florida is sinking? Too many retirees. Yeah, too many retirees. <laughs> yeah, too many mm. people. Yeah, too many retired people. No. They they get their water. We get our water, obviously, from the rivers. We get our water from the Missouri River, you know, depending where you're at. If you live in the city of St. Louis, you get your water out of the Mississippi. If you're in, like, St. Charles, for the most part, St. Louis County, I believe even Jefferson County gets their, their water out of the Missouri. I know all the cities along uh, on the Missouri, like in Franklin County, I know Labadee gets it out of the out of the Missouri. Washington does. New Haven does. Uh in Florida, it all comes out of wells. It's just all groundwater. And they say that what's happened through the years, that they suck all that water out. The more water they, they suck out, the land, the land subsides a little bit. So every time, you know, for all these years, it's not like, you know, every year it goes down a foot. It goes down like millimeters or something like that. Very small amount. But they say it's because, it's not because of global warming. It's because the city or the whole, the whole, uh, the whole, state of florida is sinking i don't know if that's true or not who knows who knows anything anymore who knows we well, all may be sinking you know i i tell you the truth what quite honestly i have been i shouldn't admit this on the air i've been very depressed since sunday since new year's day why oh i i i i'll tell you the truth i've had a tough time getting out of bed coming here on the air i mean it's to the point where for me it's like it's like i maybe i need to go see a counselor maybe i don't need to go see a therapist and work this out somehow with a therapist. I have a good one for you. You know, you know why? Well, I'm sorry. Am, am I missing a, a why? Dr. Fauci retired on the 31st. I mean, who's there to protect? Man's retired and you're still giving him Who's there crapola. to protect? <laughs> did did you hear this weird story about the who is it the somebody from the New Yorker or the New York Post? went to his house and interviewed him, and he was embarrassed by the fact that there were portraits of him all over the house. He's got portraits of him all over the house. Now, and... Is he married? Yes, married, but and think about that for a minute. He... I see if I can find this story. I'm not making this up. I'm going like, okay, that's kind of weird. You know, I mean, normally you go into most people's houses, if they're like older they have pictures of grandkids if they're like younger they have picture of their kids some people have pictures of their dogs and cats you know some some guys like have pictures of their cars and things like that 
But how many people do you know that if you go to their house, there's multiple portraits of them? You know, I mean, like, let me see if I can find this. Um, and anyway, and apparently the reporter asked them about, asked Fauci about all the pictures. And he said something to the effect, well, I was hoping you would notice because now you're going to write about that. And all the Republicans are going to say, he's an egomaniac. He's got pictures of himself all over the place. Well, guess what? He is an egomaniac. Fauci portraits. P-O-R-T-R-A. It's P-O-R. I know. I, I can't. In his... H-O-U-S-E. Okay. We spelled that one right. Bravo. Uh, yes. According to the New York Times, <laughs> here it is. This is this is almost a year old. Uh, Anthony Fauci's home office reveals he's surrounded by images of himself, including, including his own bobblehead and a life-size portrait on the wall. <laughs> is that sort His of own bobblehead. is that sort of weird that's, or what? That's a, a hoot. <laughs> no, hold on, let me read this. Um, a peek inside Dr. Fauci's home office reveals he's surrounded by images of himself, including his own bobblehead and a life-size portrait on the wall. The glimpse of the nation's top infectious disease experts workspace started making the rounds on social media Wednesday after an Eye Eagle Twitter user noticed the images of Fauci. The footage of President Biden's chief medical uh, advisor first appeared in the Fauci documentary released in September of last year. In the documentary, Fauci, 81, can be seen sitting at his computer typing what appears to be an email as a canvas print of his likeness looms over his him. Sure enough, there's a picture. If He's sitting at like this L-shaped desk, and there's a big monster's picture that's probably... It's like maybe like it's like a like a bust shot from like you know like the the chest up, but his head's probably like three feet tall, and then they've they've this picture and they've got they've got pictures they've got red arrow red circles around the pictures. This is just one wall of his of his of his uh, of his office. There's the big old monster big head Fauci, and then there's three of them on his desk. That's weird, don't you think that's weird? I, I do. And it, it says the inside look in Fauci's home office was ridiculed on social media after Twitter user Carl Dierenbacher on Wednesday shared a Photoshop shot snapshot of Fauci sitting at his desk. Now hold it. He says he said he added the image appearance. Fauci was staring at himself on the computer screen instead of the email he was actually typing. Fauci in his office writing pictures of Fauci watching. No, 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 he also drew red arrows pointing the strange artwork and images Fauci had throughout the office. Some Twitter users were quick to brand Fauci a narcissist. Nothing weird, just Fauci in his office. fauci it up, another Twitter user wrote. Ah, that's weird. Weird, 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 weird. Um, hold it. Let me see. Most of these are political in nature, but numbers one and three apply to everyone. Hold on a minute. Are we, we, this is John Combest just sent me Oh. oh, 10 things there. Here, we'll, we'll read this later. Okay, this is John Combes. A farm work that's going to be during breaks and air. I can only imagine how many times a year you see people fig-leafing at the chamber lunches you go to. Fig-leafing. Hmm, interesting. I'll have to read that. Okay, so anyway, going back to the Fauci thing. Um, I don't know. Hey, you know, And of course, here, here I'm, we're going to do a whole segment next hour on Missouri because the smartest woman in the world sent me this really funny piece that was supposedly written by Jeff Foxworthy about Missouri. Remember, 
you might be a redneck. Really? If, yeah. Yes. Let's <laughs> see. If you're and, a, and you what, might be a redneck. Well, it's what's what's funny about it is so many of them are absolutely positively true. I mean, it's to the point where if you live here, you know, you go like, okay, yep, I agree with that. I agree. I mean, I there's probably twenty of them, and I would say that I would say eighteen or nineteen are like, yep, that's Missouri. Yep, that's Missouri. Anyway, the deal with we're going back to deal with Fauci. I, don't you think this is weird? People always used to have life size life size portraits in their home of themselves. That's what they did. Okay, here's a Snopes thing. Hold on a minute. Snopes. My mom has a life size portrait. That's what they did back then. Hold on. Let me let me read this one. Does does Fauci's home office feature a painting of Fauci? You've already determined that it does. Well, no, they say that now. Somebody's saying that picture was photoshopped. Okay, here, this is uh, Snopes, you know, fact checker. Yeah. And apparently, it's it says it's it's a true, it's true. Okay, hold on a minute. Let me read it. So, image, uh, an image supposedly showing Dr. Fauci director and surrounded by image of himself. This is a gen. This is a genuine image of Fauci in his office, and is a screenshot from the movie Fauci, currently available on Disney Plus. The scene can be glimpsed They've around. They made a movie out of him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The scene can be glimpsed around one hour and twenty-five minutes and thirty-nine seconds. The three red circles in this image highlight a portrait, a drawing, and a photograph of Fauci. While we haven't been able to find too much information about the drawing and the photograph, it appears the photograph at the far right accompanies an award. The portrait was painted by musician Joan Baez. She painted this picture of Fauci. It's a big old monster. It's like it's it must be. I'm not exaggerating. It must be. The portrait, just like a bust shot of him from like, you know, his head shot, like down to like the top of his chest. It must be four feet tall. And his head's got to be like three feet tall. I mean. He's not much taller than that. <laughs> you're right. Okay, get this. Here's a letter. Um, what Which is Which I meant no disrespect. I was just making the statement. Dear Dr. Fauci, I've painted your portrait to honor you and all you are doing for all of us around the world. It will be a part of my second art exhibit of Mischief Makers, paintings of people who have meaningful social change without the use of violence. I don't imagine you've ever thought of it this way, but you are engaging in nonviolent resistance every time you stand in front of the cameras and attempt to educate the public on how to survive the COVID-19 pandemic. You cheerfully continue your task, surrounded by people who are dreaming up every way possible to discredit you and what you bring to us. Common sense, scientific facts, some warmth, a bit of humor, and towering moral fortitude. Telling the truth is out of favor with the rich and powerful, particularly these days. You speak the truth to their dominion. You take a big risk in doing so. This was this was what the, the uh, and Correggio, is that C-O-R-R-A-G-I-O? Is that courage in, in, a, in Latin or something like that? Anyway, this was this, this was the that note question. that accompanied the the portrait from Joan Baez. As a matter of fact, uh, she has a series of portraits, including Patti Smith, Greta Scott King, Gandhi, Bob Dylan, John Lewis, Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg, Kamala Harris, many others, including Soupy Sales. Wow, I liked Soupy Sales. <laughs> You're dating yourself. Ask anybody. I don't care. Ask any, I liked him. Ask anybody under the age of thirty who Soupy Sales would go. Who? <laughs> they would never Soupy know. Sales? They Who's wouldn't that? Know who the Sliman Brothers were? <laughs> well, no, hold it now. The Sliman Brothers. I take that back. Is I think a lot of people, even like the younger crowd under thirty, knows who the Sliman Brothers are. I really do. You think so? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because because they've been parodied so many times. You know what I mean? You see yes. it in various things. And not only that, remember. 
there's things that pop up from time to time on the current news, you know, like, you know, hey, remembering, remembering Steve Miserini, you know, remembering, you know, the, you know, the, what, what's her name? Queen of Carpet. What was her name? Becky. Becky, Queen of Carpet. And who was the Queen of Tile? Or the Princess? Wanda. Wanda. <laughs> you remember all that? <laughs> I do. She kind of ruined herself when she lost all that weight. You know, she's like, she's like, what's his face? Like on on channel uh, on NBC, uh, what's his name? You know who uh, the the weather day you dude? You know what I'm talking about? I, I mean, do not. I mean, uh, Al Roker, Al Roker, Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton's another guy. Every time I see Al, I'm going like, dude, go eat a pizza. You know what I mean? Like, put some weight on. He looks horrible, and Al Roker has been sick. Ever since he's lost weight, it's supposed to be the other way around. You know, when you when you're healthy, you know, you're you're, you're you look good. I mean, and you're you're you know you you know you know they always talk about people who are obese. Their A one C is real high. Some of them, a lot of them, are diabetic. They have heart conditions. They have this disease, that disease. Blah 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 blah. And the people who are like who are not who are not overweight are supposedly in good shape. They have their cholesterol levels are good. Their A one C is low. All that kind of stuff. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah, you're right. She, she, she and I, it was one of these things where you didn't recognize her, you know. Anyway, yeah, it wasn't just that she was. Her demeanor changed. Well, you know, yesterday, well, yes, yeah, she got mean. You know, I mean, you know, I went and 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 went one time and wanted to ride on her magic carpet, and they threw me out of the store. I don't believe. They <laughs> <laughs> said we don't appreciate people coming in and making fun of. What's her name again? Becky. Becky. Yeah, I was right. I was going to say Beverly. No, it's Becky. Okay. We have to take a break. It is 6.31. That's the only reason I play that song, because she leaves like it as a helicopter, right? Yep. <laughs> That's, I, can I tell you something? Sure. That is my all-time favorite video. Now, I will temper this by saying, or qualify this by saying, that there are two videos of that song. One is the UK version, which has an extended rap by this guy. Like, kid looks like he's like 10, 11 years old. I think he's called Venus or something like that. And that one is the good one. The American one is she's at like some diner. It's made to look like something out of Greece or something like that. Not very good. But if you watch that video, that's your homework, Shelly. Watch the Cher Lloyd video, the original UK version. It's, I don't know how they did it, okay? I'm not super video guy. But I've done video for my entire life. You know, that's part of what my yeah, you have. useless bachelor's degree is in. Oh, I had stop it. the guy who taught our video classes at SIUE at the time was an Emmy Award winning guy who won a couple Emmy or two or three Emmy Awards. I mean, for stuff he did back in the day. This is a long time ago. And I know my way around video. Like I said, I don't, you know, say I'm an expert, but it's like. If you know something, if you know about a certain thing and you look at something, you can say, okay, I know how they did it. I don't know how they did this video. It's so, it's the, it's CGI. I mean, it's just, it's just incredible. And you'd have to see it to believe it. I mean, to the point where I'll give you a hint. What, what she does is she's trying to get her guy back and she's looking at pictures of him and his new girlfriend and they're still frame and she's doing things like they're in the movie theater and, you know, her ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend are sitting behind her and she reaches back and grabs his his box of popcorn. And it's like, okay, how'd they do that? You know? And at one point in time, there's a video of him going up in the air on a skateboard and she freeze frames the video and she pulls the skateboard out of the air 
and he falls on the ground because he doesn't have a skateboard to land on anymore because she took this, the skateboard out from underneath him in mid-flight. I was like, okay, I don't know how they did that. It's just really well done. You need to watch it. You going to watch have it? Have you ever heard the frame? I mean, the, the um, not the frame, but the, the, the saying, um, spoiler alert. Why? You want me to tell people how it was done? I don't know how it was done. No. It's just, to me, it's like, it's, see, what's interesting. It means, why do I need to watch it if you're sitting there telling me everything that's good? You need to, see, here's the thing. You are, okay. you are falling into a terrible trap, okay? Mm-hmm. And I learned this phrase back in my police dispatcher days. Did you ever tell you I was a police dispatcher? I did not know that. <laughs> I put myself through college. You're such an onion. It's called check to your own satisfaction. Yes, I know what that is. If someone says to you, hey, Shelly, at, at down the street, gasoline is being sold for 10 cents a gallon. You're going like, well, hold on a minute. I don't know if that's true or not. You jump in your car and you go to check and you get down there and sure enough, it's not. You go like, okay, that was a lie. It's not 10 cents a gallon. Okay, check your own satisfaction. Okay. If I tell you the sun's out outside, you open up your window and you go, yep, he's right, sun's out. Right? Check your own satisfaction. You don't believe anything I say because everything I say is BS. That's true. <laughs> that is a true statement right there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. There, there, are, there are so many weird stories that, that came out yesterday. Now, get this, okay? I'm not kidding about this. There's an article in the Wall Street Journal. Okay, wouldn't you consider Wall Street Journal pretty reputable newspaper? I mean, you know, website, whatever you want to call it nowadays. Pretty, yes. pretty reputable, okay? There is an article that they are showing scientific evidence that the more COVID vaccines you get, the more you are susceptible to having COVID-19. But they just came out with that new one. I know. That's supposed to... It's number five or number six or something like that. And they know the booster they just came out with is supposed to handle the uh, well. There's there's omni blah blah. But there's a new variant that's got some weird name like COVID nineteen C one seven five dot B or some crazy thing like that. Okay, mm-hmm. this is. Right, let me see if I can find this. This I didn't. I didn't. I've I researched this a little bit last night before I went to sleep. Um, WSJ COVID nineteen. See if I can just pull it up that way. Um, where? I'll have do, to look for it do, later. Do, I can't. Do, I can't find do, it. But do 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 do. Okay, do, the new do, one's do. called Omicron XBB. Do 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 do. And this is rapidly spreading across the Northeast. Um, is it really? Yeah, it says right here. This is this is three days ago. Here, let me read this story. Uh, it's going to in 25 states, the District of Columbia, more than half of adult residents are now fully vaccinated, according to data. Blah 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 blah. Um, this one is this one is where, yeah COVID. This one is three days ago. You see this one. Um, public health experts are sounding the alarm about a new Omicron variant dubbed XBB that is rapidly spreading across the Northeast U.S. Some studies suggest it is different from the original COVID strain from Wuhan as the 2003 SARS virus should Americans be worried. It isn't clear that XBB is any more lethal than the other variants, but, it is, but, but, it mutation, but its mutations enable it to evade antibodies from prior infection and vaccines, as well as existing monoclonal antibody treatments. Growing evidence also suggests that repeat. Here we go again. 
This is the article. This is it. Growing evidence also suggests that repeated vaccinations may make people more susceptible to XBB and could be fueling the virus's rapid evolution. Prior to Omicron's emergence in November 2021, there were only four variants of concern, Alpha, Beta, Delta, and Gamma. Only Alpha and Delta caused surges of infection globally. But Omicron has begotten numerous descendants, many of which have popped up in different regions of the world, curiously bearing some of the same mutations. Some rapid and simultaneous emergence of multiple variants with enormous uh, with enormous growth and at growth advantages is unprecedented. This is according to a the Journal of Nature, December 19th. Under selective evolutionary pressures, the virus appears to have developed mutations that enable it to transmit or, more easily and escape antibodies elicited by vaccine and prior infection. So they're saying that <laughs> that the more vaccines you have, it, oh, there's okay, Bi- bivalent. B-I-V-A-L-E-N-T. What does that word mean? You ever heard that word? Bivalent? Bivalent, vac- bivalent. bivalent vaccines that target the Wuhan and BA.5 variants or breakthrough infections prompt the immune system to produce antibodies that target viral regions the two strains have in common. In Darwinian terms, muta- huh. mutations that allow the virus to evade common antibodies win out. They make it fitter. XBB has evolved to elude antibodies induced by the vaccines and breakthrough infections. Hence, the Nature study suggests, quote, quote, current herd immunity and BA.5 vaccine boosters may not be effective preventing the infection of Omicron convergent variants. Isn't that weird? You know, very weird. This is this is nature. This is nature. And you just can't. Well, I mean, like, for example, used to be like in my parents' generation. Polio, like in your parents' generation, polio was a scourge, okay? Yeah. Terrible, debilitating disease, you know, that people that really? had it, if if you even survived it. was the scarlet fever. Right. If you even survived polio, typically you came out crippled, you know? And yes. matter of fact, I remember friends of my mom and dad's who were crippled and, you know, my, oh yeah, my, 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 my mom would say, oh yeah, when he was a young boy, he had polio, Okay. Dr. Salk came along and cured polio. One of our presidents had polio. Well, well did, did FDR have polio? I don't know if he had polio or not. I think he might have had something else. He may be right. I'll have to look that one up. But we, we stamp out these diseases. Then nobody gets the vaccine. I shouldn't say nobody, but people don't get the vaccine anymore. And it comes back. You know what I mean? Polio's made a resurgence in some areas. Like tuberculosis, TB. Same thing with that. We stamp that out. You know, and, you know, and, uh, you know. Is that a DPT one? Is that the, the the shot you get three of? I don't know. I mean, you ask your daughter, but she won't ever answer the phone when I call her. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's one of those ones your kids get. At least they're supposed to get it. You know, when they're, I think you're right. When they're, you know, like they, when they get their puppy shots, right? Yes. Isn't it the DPT thing or whatever? Yes. That's sweet. I, w- I still, do you still have your, um. Scar from when they... I do, yeah. They, you know uh, what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, exactly what you're talking about. When yeah. they just went down the line and went, pachoo, yeah, they had the <laughs> they had the machine. It was like an air gun. They did. Boom, boom, boom. It was like it was like a pneumatic stapler. Right. It was like a, it was like a, like a, <laughs> exactly like an air-powered, you know, like a nail gun kind yes. of thing. Like, boom, pachoo. boom, boom. Yeah, I do remember that. Boy, you couldn't get away with that anymore now. No. <laughs> People would say, hey, we're not doing that. Oh, no. Okay, we have to take a break. Um, 
You're so chatty today, Brad. Chatty bratty. That's right. 646. It is BS.show, and I screwed up. I forgot to stop that. Hold on a minute. I got to do something here. Uh, You there, Shelly? I'm sorry? Are you there? What'd you say I was here? (laughs) Are you there? Hold on a minute. Uh, Just not if you can hear me. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I got it. Okay. Uh, It is BS.show. It is a Wednesday morning. You know what? You know what day it is? Hump day. I forgot yeah. about that. You know, it's so weird because of the fact that it's only our second day back on the air, but yet because of the fact it's a holiday, or at least uh, Monday was an official holiday, we didn't work that day. I, you know, I feel bad about that. We should have worked that day. I don't even want to hear it from you. Where is where is your hump day? Where it's yeah, here we go. Here we go. This is we got to play a little bit, list a little bit of this because Shelly will get upset if we don't. Okay. Uh oh. Guess what day it is. What day is it, Shelly? Oh, Guess what day it is? Julie. Huh? Julie. You know, that would have been so much better if he would have been, Shelly, Shelly, what day is it? I know. <laughs> instead of, Why weren't they thinking that? Yeah, instead of Julie. Why does Julie, Julie, you know, that's, that's one of those names. Aaron. That's one of those names you don't hear anymore. It's like. Julie? Well, nobody, nobody. I have a lot of friends named Julie. But the, what I'm saying is you don't hear it anymore as far as young people. I didn't complete my thought. You don't you remember we have it's last like week you. we talked about all the names. Remember Olivia what? was like the number one name in Missouri for 2021. I it was what kind of, was it? Olivia was it for girls' name, and I think boys' name was Noah. It was like Olivia and Noah, and they had all the states. They had remember I, we talked about that. They had the map of the United States, and they had the top boy name and the top girl name of all 50 states, and. There were a bunch of them. I think half the states, the number one girl's name was Olivia. Now, is that because of of Olivia Rodriguez, whatever her name was? Olivia Newton John. Nah, I don't know. Well, but see, it goes in it goes in 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 spurts. Now, the crazy thing is, like, if I go into my phone book in my phone, I've got I don't know, maybe thousands of people in there. I mean, literally, maybe thousands of people. And there's certain names. If I just type in the first name, I get like thirty people. You know what I mean? Like there's Debbie, 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 and Jim, 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 and, and that kind of stuff. Interestingly enough, when I type in my one son's name, Drew, I get one name, his. And I'm thinking that's interesting because I guess a lot of people How are named. How many names do you get when you when you type in my name? Oh, I'll do it right now. I think only I think you're it because of the way you spell it. Let me go and look at this real quick. I spell it the way it's supposed to be spelled. No, you spell it the wrong way. S H E L E way. I did. Um, I have Shelly Barr and I have Shelly Howell. Shelly Howell, I believe, is a lady used to. Um, I think she was a lady that used to write an article in the community news. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know who she is. Those are the because I think that was her name. She was she did an article in the community news. She for a must long have time. spelled her name right as well. Yeah, but if I type in, let me just type in S H E L L Y. There's six of them. Isn't it interesting? But if I type in like here, here, and just this is just, you know, what they call it, anecdotal evidence. If I type in Jim, oh my God, I got a whole page. I got, I, there are probably 40 Jims here. Let me type in another one. Give me a common woman's name. I'll do my Tiffany. I don't think I have too many of her. Let's look how many I have Tiffany's. These are all people that like Tiffany, T-F-F-A-N-Y, Tiffany, two of them, actually three. 
three Tiffany's. But Tiffany's the name of a stiff a, a stripper. I'm did, sorry. <laughs> did you did you ever watch <laughs> the crazy hot crazy Matrix? Oh yes. <laughs> Yes, I did. I think he refers to the women who are strippers are named Tiffany. Yeah. (laughs) How about Jeff? Let's look at Jeff, okay? J-E-F-F. Oh, my God, there's another one. There's probably 35 Jeffs in here. Of course. (laughs) How about... Do you know when I press 314, your name automatically pops up? Bill. Oh, look at this. There's, There's probably 30 Bills. Guess who number one Bill is? Your buddy, Bill Eigel. Shelly has, has this thing for Bill Eigel. She's got like a man crush on Bill Eigel. I have something on Bill Eigel. <laughs> he has something on me. It's not, it's not a man crush. He has something on me called a block. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. And you know what? He's still so mad at me for something I didn't do. God. What didn't you do that you say you didn't do? I told you that. You did. I told you that goofy story. I got invited to a fundraiser where he was at. And the person who invited me had the tickets, and she, oh, and, and she he said, got "Kicked out of his fundraiser." Yes, she said. She says, "I'll meet you there. I'll get there before you do. I've got the tickets." This is, you know, you know her. She's on I the do. she's on the Republican committee, and she's very involved in politics. And she is, she, as is and, her son, right? As is her son, and she invited me to come to this event because she heard me talking about it on the air, and because of the fact that remember back in the day, I mean, I go way back with Bill Eigel. Bill Eigel used to own a company called St. Louis Skylights, and he advertised with us all the time. He was advertising with us for like five or six years, and then he sold the company and he went into politics. And the first time he ran for Senate, he he. Paid, you know, he he bought quite a bit of advertising from us. Well, the second time he went to the Senate, he was mad at me still because at a fundraiser I was invited to by this woman who shall remain nameless, who once again very involved with Republican politics in St. Charles County, and she said, "I'll be there before you get there, and I'll I'll meet you at the door, and I'll give you your ticket because you had to have a ticket." So I got there, and she wasn't there. So I call her and I go, "Hey," she goes, "Oh, something came up. I'm on the way around. I'm ten minutes away." I said, okay, fine. She says, just going in. Nobody will say anything to you. So I walk in the front door, and there's somebody there taking tickets. And I just walk right by, and I go over to get myself a Diet Coke. And about five minutes later, a lady comes up to me, and she says, I saw you walk in, and uh, can I see your ticket? I said, I don't have one right now. It's on the way. I'm sorry. She grabs me by the arm and escorts me out the door, literally grabs my arm and takes me. I mean, you know, I'm, you know obviously, I went along willingly. I'm not going to fight a woman. Maybe I should have, but anyway. I would have. She takes me outside, and outside I go. So that was that was strike number one. Strike number two was the governor was there. Mr. Parson was there. Governor yes. Parson was there. And there were a group of abortion protesters outside. Oh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so as I'm being, you know, as I'm leaving... I walk out to my car. Remember, I'm the guy that does the 10,000-step thing. I park way back in the parking lot. When I park somewhere, I'm always parking way back in the parking lot to get my steps in, okay? And as I walk by these protesters, once again, good old Dr. Camille Winter came up in my head. Hey, you're a journalist. Find out what they're protesting about. And I started talking to him. Well, little did I know that the security guards, the bodyguards from the state highway patrol guys who are state troopers who uh, escort the 
the governor in plain clothes took note of me talking to the protesters and they said that I was encouraging the protesters. So A, I got thrown out of Bill Eichel's event because I didn't have my ticket, but he was on the way. And B, I was talking to the abortion protesters and therefore I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, there are days where I'm thinking to myself, should I even get out of bed this morning? You know, no, I, just, you know, I, I, I just stay in like bed all day. I you made your friend really proud. <laughs> yeah, I made her really proud. I got thrown out. And she she's the one that told me the story about, about the... State Highway Patrol, I never knew that part of the story. Hey, we have to take a break at 6.59. It's the stereo check song. Over here, over here, yeah, left, right. Oh, Zip. do they do that? Yeah, don't you, do you ever listen to that in stereo? No. And it says, well, I can hear I you over here, stereo, left channel, I, I can hear over here, right channel. Every corner of my mind, that's what he does. Okay. Okay. I've got two Missouri things to talk about. First off, I got sent this by our friend John Combest. Um, and quite honestly, He's a nice man. I like him. Quite honestly, it's called 10 Things to Quit in 2023. Okay. Now, uh-huh. keep in mind, John Combest is like this genius guy that we know. He is. He's kind of savantish. Right. I'm not going to lie. Who's on a level higher than most of us. His intellect is like, if on the intellectual scale, he's a 10. If you're really smart, you're a nine. And if you're in the radio business, you're probably about a four or five, okay? If you're in the radio business, you're an eight. Okay, now, let me. I'll start off this. It says, this is opinion piece. Enough with oh, the New Year's resolutions. Myself. If something was important to you, you would have done it in 2022. The last thing your self-confidence needs is to stare a list of ambitious steps you'll never take. Blow is a better alternative. A list of things to simply stop doing in 2023. Now, some of these are like sort of inside baseball kind of stuff. It's a real political. But number one is fig leafing. <laughs> Are you ready for this? You, I am. I, you, I read it. You know what? Fig leafing, it says, <laughs> the bipartisan epidemic of covering one's genitals for photo ops ran rampant again in 2022. Remember, if we start a rumor that fig leafing is a secret signal for groomers, the Republican supermajority will ban it. Whether you're a male or female, no one is going to emerge from the scrum at the governor's bill signing ceremony to kick you in the coin purse or axe wound. Our axe wounds. Stop it. Okay. And he's got pictures of all these people and they're like all politicians. And fig leafing is standing with your hands clasps clasped in front of your junk. Okay. Or with women. You call it, is it junk for women? Is it not? Is it non-junk or what is it? Whatever. Anyway, I'm not even going to repeat what I call it. Your but. hands are in front of your groinal area. How's that? Okay. Yeah. And it's funny because he's got this, this se- series of photos where people are standing, they're all politicians, women and men. There's one of them where there's one dude and three women, and all of them are standing with their hands clasped in front of their groinal area, okay? Here's another one. The governor is signing a bill, and there's like 10 people around him, like eight of them have, and he, what he did was he's got fig leaves over their hands. So and he talks huh. about the fact that if you go to a Chamber of Commerce meeting or something like that, that if it has anything to do with standing in front of a crowd, you stand with your hands clasped in front of your groinal area. And I'm going like, I've never noticed that before. But I, I never knew that was a thing. It's called fig leafing. <laughs> Kind of now, funny. Now, that's a Missouri thing. Okay, this is a whole segment on Missouri stuff. Oh, it okay? is? Yeah, okay, wait, wait, okay. Oh. Next thing is, okay, I am getting a little bit annoyed by this because of the fact it's the first thing, okay? 
everything is like, okay, Kamala Harris, she's the first woman vice president. She's the first black vice president. She's the first Asian vice president. She's Corrine uh, uh, Jean-Pierre is the first, the first black woman, uh, the first lesbian black woman. You know, first, 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 first. Yesterday, Missouri became a first, first state, okay? We were the first state to execute a transgender woman. And this is all over the news. Missouri yesterday was the first to execute a transgender woman. No other transgender woman has ever been executed in the state of Missouri. Okay? If you know the story about this dude who killed his girlfriend, and it's a horrendous story about how they broke up, and he threatened to kill her and threatened to kill her, and she had a job, and he'd show up at her job, and it got to the point where I think like for two weeks... When she left her job, she had a police escort. She literally, I can't remember what it was, she'd call the police department. The police department would show up, an officer would walk her to her car, and she'd get in her car and she'd leave. This went on for a couple weeks. Then she decided, I guess I'm safe. The very first day, she didn't have a guy, a police officer, walk her to her car. This guy grabs her, takes her, beats her up, rapes her, and stabs her to death, okay? And he gets convicted of murder. Well, then once he's in jail, he becomes a woman. So the dude is now to do that. So we're so guilty. So he could go into a female prison? <laughs> Once again, if I get arrested. Is he the one fathering all those children? No, that, that wasn't in Missouri. That was in, well, that was in Massachusetts or oh, okay. someplace up a northeast, New Jersey Got or something it. like that. That was the story we talked about that all these women in, the, women in the women prison becoming pregnant. And they couldn't quite figure it out. Well, they could figure it out. It was the fact that there were like two or three dudes in the prison who, prison who were quote unquote, you know, transgender who still had their original equipment plumbing. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. that, that's how the women got pregnant. So it's all over the news. And even the smartest woman in the world sent me a note like, I'm so tired of Missouri, of oh, the news articles being, and Missouri executed the first state that ever executed a transgender woman. Stop it. Stop the first stuff. You know, like I, I got, there's, I, there are few things that I can do that Shelly gets mad. I talked to Shelly last night. And she got so mad at me because I wanted to be the first man in a particular organization, which if I even mention the organization, Shelly will just literally hang up and she'll be done with the show. Correct? You'll just say, I'm done, and you'll just leave, right? Yes. Okay. I don't think it's right nowadays that you have organizations that keep people out. And for example, I'll mention it in sexual things or sex. There's an organization in the St. Louis area that's all women. No men are allowed. And Shelly will say, well, you can be a wingman. I don't want to be a wingman. I want to be part of the group. And there, and for example, the Congressional Black Caucus. Guess what? You can't get into the Congressional Black Caucus in the, you know, the U.S. Congress unless you're a black guy or black guy or black gal. Why is that? We go through this whole thing of discrimination for years and years and years. And why is it that, you know, we can't say, well, you can't come in here because you're black. You can't come in here because you're Latino. You can't come in here because you're a woman. You know, that's done. And it's great that it's done. It's in the rearview mirror. But yet, it still exists. If you want to be a member of the Black Caucus, you got to be black. Now, I've said this before. I'm not a white guy. I got my little card right here, right? Let me pull my little card up. And what am I, Shelly? Remember what I am? Latte. No, I'm Mocha Java. And once again, sure? Mocha Java, I'm I'm 204-2004-7B. This is official paint chip card. I'm Mocha Java. Now, as as when it gets back into the summertime, when I'm out in in the in the in in the uh, the you know the, the sun the sun a little bit more, I'll become Italian roast. 
because that's my next that's my that's my next step step up. <laughs> right now, I'm Mocha Java. I'm not a white guy, so don't tell me you're a white guy. No, I'm not. I'm Mocha Java, right? Okay, Brad. <laughs> you think I'm weird? Okay, I do. Jeff Foxworthy. This is Missouri, according to Jeff Foxworthy. If someone in a Home Depot store offers you assistance and they don't even work there, you live in Missouri. True. If you've worn shorts and a jacket at the same time, you may live in Missouri. True. If you've had a lengthy telephone conversation with someone who dialed a wrong number, you may live in Missouri. True. If you know several people who hit a deer more than once, you may live in Missouri. True. I've hit 19 deer. Yes, you have. <laughs> if you have, and one time I ended up in the hospital. That's all another story. Here we go. This is this is appropriate one within the last week. If you've switched from heat to AC and back again in the same day, you may live in Missouri, right? True. <laughs> that's true. I'm this, that. this is another one that's true. If you can drive 75 miles an hour through two feet of snow during a raging blizzard without flinching, you may live in Missouri. It's like I'm driving along. We had the snowstorm last month. <laughs> I'm driving along the interstate doing like 35, 40 miles an hour with most of the traffic, and some guy passes you doing 80. You're going like, how is he doing that? How is he able to, and of course, nine times out of ten, you get further down the road and the guy's in a ditch somewhere, okay? And he's got a joystick. <laughs> right. If driving is better in the winter because <laughs> the potholes are filled with snow, you may live in Missouri, okay? If you install security lights in your house and garage but leave both doors unlocked, you may live in Missouri. <laughs> True. If you carry jumpers in your car and your wife knows how to use them, you may live in Missouri. <laughs> yep. Do you know how to use jumper cables? I do. Okay. I think you may live in Missouri. If everyone in your family has been on a float trip, you may live in Missouri. That is interesting because yep. we think about float trips. You go to like the East Coast, people go, float trip? What's that? You know, they have no idea what that is. Um, they call it, especially like if you, if you go out to the West, it's called rafting. Like in, like the, like in uh, I think it's called, you know, well, like in, in Colorado River, it's called rafting. It's not a float trip. It's rafting. Okay. Here's another one. And this one is so true. If the phrase, I'm going to the lake this weekend, has only one meaning, and everyone knows where you're talking about, you may live in Missouri. Right? Lake of the Ozark, I'm going to the lake. Yep. How many people say, and, and I've actually said that before, which one? People look at me like, what do you mean which one? There's a bunch of lakes in Missouri. There's Truman Lake. There's Crap Lake. You know, all these Able places. Rock. Right. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know that there's a whole bunch of broken concrete and, and um, over by Walgreens? By 364 and Walgreens. Yeah, they're building a new a broken concrete store there. Well, I'm I'm thinking that you could have them drop it off for free. No, that that's that's a store. They're selling that. They are not. They are, they are too. It's right off of 364. You can see it behind the Walgreens. I know exactly what you're talking about. They're selling that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, they're not. They have dis I'm, I'm, no I'm no seriously, you. they have discovered that broken concrete has healing properties. Because, okay, moving on. No, what else about Missouri? No, because the molecules are aligned a certain way. And he goes on. So what you do is you get, see, what used to be someone's broken driveway, what used to be someone's driveway is now laying behind the Walgreens there at 364 and Central School Road. You pick out a piece, and they have a little machine that tests it, and they have they put an arrow on it, and that's the side of the concrete you put against whatever you have pain with. So if you've got a bad knee, you get the broken concrete, you you know, take that thing with the arrow pointing at it, and it cures your bad knee. Uh-huh. You don't believe me. Anyway, do you? so did we finish the Missouri <laughs> stuff? 
If down south means Arkansas and you know where idiots out wandering around are located, you might be from Missouri. Yep. If vacation means driving to Silver, Silver Dollar City, Worlds mm-hmm. of Fun, or Six Flags, you might be from Missouri. Yep. If you ever rode a school bus over an hour each way, you might be from Missouri. Yep. Okay, here's a good one. If you failed world geography in school because you thought Cuba, Versailles, California, Nevada, Nevada, as we call it, Nevada, Houston, Kabul, Louisiana, Springfield, and Mexico were cities in Missouri, you might be from Missouri. They missed one. Japan. That's in Franklin County. It's not Japan. It's Japan. If you had school classes canceled because of cold, you're probably from Missouri. Yep. If you had school classes canceled because of heat, you're probably from Missouri. Yep. If you can recognize whether another Missourian is from the boot heel, Ozarks, Eastern, Middle, or Western Missouri, as soon as they open their mouth, you're probably from Missouri. We talk about that one in St. Louis. We do. The South City people. Border, <laughs> barter, and, oh, and far. Oh, yeah. And carn. It's not corn. It's carn. that far? It's carn. Yeah, far. If you know that Harry S. Truman, Walt Disney, George Washington Carver, and Mark Twain all from were from Missouri, you guessed it, you might be from Missouri. If you know that the home of throat rolls means you probably from Missouri. Everybody knows that you one. probably went to Lambert. Right. If you know what's supposed to be knee-high by 4th of July, you're probably from Missouri. That's corn, right? If you pronounce Missouri with an ah at the end, you're probably from Missouri. So they said Missouri. If you think deer season is national holiday, you're probably from Missouri. True. If you've ever said or heard it's not the heat, it's humidity, you're probably from Missouri. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. If you've seen people wear bib overalls to funerals, you're probably from Missouri. Yep. If your idea of a traffic jam is 10 cars waiting to pass a tractor, you're probably from Missouri. Yep. If you've seen farmers stop work and remove their hats at a funeral as a funeral passes by, you're probably from Missouri. If you yeah. actually understand these jokes, send this to all your Missouri friends and others can see, you definitely do live or have lived in Missouri. God bless y'all. Okay, now, what's interesting is farmers stop their work. They do that in Franklin County. If there's a funeral procession, people pull off to the side of the road. They do. And you don't see that in St. Louis County or St. Charles County. You do sometimes, but not. it's not as prevalent in the uh, smaller towns. Right. And, and, well, and it's not just necessarily, like you're right, it's not necessarily just in Washington or Franklin County. It's, it's a small town thing in Missouri. And I think it's sort of cool. You know what I mean? There's a funeral procession, you pull off the road. In St. Louis County, funeral procession, they try to run you off the road. You know, that is so true. You're behind the hearse. The poor guy. Yep. You, you know, you know that they're out for the funeral processions in St. Louis County when the guy who's driving the hearse has got a crash helmet and he's in a Nomex uh, in a racing suit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He, he's and like he's got five point restraint. Right. Nobody's gonna run me off the road. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen in Franklin County. Oh, that's supposedly oh, that's, that's Jeff funny. Foxworthy. So anyway, you want to talk about podcaster? I do. I'm not 100% done with it yet. We've done something unusual. We now have a radio station that's all podcasts. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-R-R, podcaster.com. And maybe we've taken it to the extreme. You can find out more about podcaster at P-O-D-C-A-S-T-R-R, not E-R, but R-R, podcaster.com. You want to stream podcaster, which is a radio station that's running podcasts 24 hours a day, seven days a week, podcaster.fm you want to find out news about the podcast industry podcast.podcaster.news it's all right there podcaster.news check it out it's it's actually a very lovely 
website. And if you want to learn how to podcast and get your, get your, you. get your podcast promoted, because everybody's got a podcast. You can't turn on the TV anymore without or, or listen to a radio show. Or, well, yeah, yeah, here's Jim Smith. Hey, I just started my new podcast. The crazy thing about that is, it's like you and I have talked about this. I'm a YouTube guy, okay? Yes. It drives me batty when I hear people say, oh, I've got, a, I've got a YouTube channel up. Okay, like we have clients like this who shall remain nameless. Matter of fact, um, I won't mention his name either, but he's, he's talked about this before. A guy who shall remain nameless he used to work for a big Fortune 500 company, maybe a Fortune 100 company, and he worked in the comms department, told me this story that they had a budget to produce certain videos that they were going to put up on YouTube because, once again, corporate America has embraced YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and things like that. So his complaint was that they would spend $10,000 on a video. They would put it up on YouTube, and a year later, they would look at the video, and it had 10 views. So his idea was like, okay, that cost us $1,000 a view, okay? Think about it. When you're selling advertising, it's called cost per thousand. How much does it cost you to reach a thousand people? At that rate, if you spent ten thousand dollars for a video, and you meant and you you reached ten people, your cost per thousand on that would be like what? Hundred thousand dollars? A million dollars? I can't even do the math. I'm not that good at math. So cost per thousand. If it were ten, you move the decimal points to so it'd be would be $100,000. So in other words, your cost per thousand is $100,000, okay? Typically, nowadays, on a lot of the, you know, social media channels, like I think Facebook is like this, and I think YouTube's like this, your cost per thousand is somewhere between a dollar and $15. So in other words, the and, and ideally, if you, uh, if you drop below $10 cost per thousand, which means every person you reach costs you a penny, because if you have $10 to spend and your cost per thousand is $10, you can reach 1,000 people and it costs you a penny a piece to reach those people, okay? This particular company spent $100,000 a piece for the YouTube videos. We know of, and I got myself in trouble when I went to talk to a local mayor who shall remain nameless, who was actually very nice to me, but he brings in in our meeting, because I'm there to pitch stuff, we're trying to help them with their city, he brings in his comms person. And I had my little presentation done, and I had a printout of their YouTube channel. And there were YouTube ch- videos up there on their YouTube channel that had one, two, three videos. Now, once again, I mean, three, three views. These are videos that they paid to have produced. Some were done in-house, some were done out-house. Is that right? Outhouse? Uh, not, not, they weren't done. That was funny. <laughs> some were done. You know, some were done in the outhouse. No, some were done. They, in other words, they hired somebody to do the videos. And I said to the guy, to the mayor, I go, you're wasting your money. And he took it, he took, took it positively. The comms person did not. <laughs> Why? I'm stepping on her territory, you know? And, but, but that's what we do. You know, I mean, if if you advertise the reason that people work, it's coming up next month. The reason that big companies spend millions of dollars to advertise in the Super Bowl is because there's gazillion people watching that program. So in other words, your cost per thousand, even though the Super Bowl is extremely expensive to advertise in, your cost per thousand 
is relatively low. I won't say as low as, as other things. But still, if you got 100 million people watching something, and if you do the math, and if you had 100 million people watching something, and it cost you $10 million to run that commercial, you can figure out the cost per thousand. You get what I'm Interesting. saying? I do. Yeah. Well, so that's what it's all about. The reason that people back in the day used to pay big money to be on Camo X is because at one point in time, the St. Louis area, they had like a 30 or 40 share, which means that of all the people listening to radio in the St. Louis area, one station, Camo X, had 40% of the audience, okay? And that's, that's not necessarily, there's more math that goes into it, but that's sort of a rough estimation, okay? It used to be that if you watched the Johnny Carson show, the Tonight Show at night, he had tens of millions of of people watching it. Do you know who watches the the late night talk shows now? Some of them are, and this is national. Some of them are less than a million people. Uh-huh. And you know who the number one late night talk show is? If I gave you four guesses, you wouldn't get this one right. Take a guess with who the number one late night talk show is after Johnny ten o'clock. Carson. No, no, no. He's he's dead. You know who? But you're gonna say you're gonna say nice. you're gonna say whoever took over for him. It not it wasn't Jay Leno. Jay Leno actually still had good numbers. Okay. Guess who the number one talk show host is at night on TV? I uh, don't know. Take a guess. Jim, I don't know. Jimmy, Brad, I don't watch TV. Jimmy Kimmel. Do you think Jimmy Kimmel? I I don't know. It's Greg Gutfeld. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> See, that's my point. He's the guy on Fox. He's the number one nighttime, nighttime I don't talk watch show. TV. I know, but nobody. See, most people don't know who Greg Gutfeld is. You go back 30, 40 years and you say, who's Johnny Carson? People, oh, everybody knows Johnny Carson. He's the late night TV guy. He's gone there with Ed McMahon and Doc Severinsen. Everybody knew that. Now, you, see, there's a perfect example. You don't even know who Greg Gutfeld is. Most, I do not. Most people don't. Because guess what? They don't watch late night TV anymore. But yet, it's still, that's what we pay attention to. Oh, got to be on late night TV. And there's, there's things that are like that, like right that in, in the media like that right now. That like people, oh, you, you got to listen to so-and-so. Well, guess what? Nobody listens to him anymore. You know? Anyway, one of those things. What? <laughs> Never mind. What did you say? What did I say? Yes. You really want me to repeat it? I do. You really want me to repeat it? I just think I said I do. Okay, here I go. All we want to do is... That's what I said. Of course, that's what you said. <laughs> it's 726. It is. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 731. A... <clears throat> Hold a minute. Hairball? Yeah. Wednesday morning. Hold on. One more time. Wednesday hairball. Okay, there you go. 731. Okay. Everybody has been following this horrendous murder of these four college kids in Idaho. Okay? And stuff, weird stuff just keeps keep happening with this. Okay, first off, they had a press conference yesterday. You know, if you know the story, they identified the guy who they think allegedly killed the four, the three women and the one guy in Uh Idaho. Air quotes, allegedly. Well, you have to say that because, once again, you're not guilty until you've been proven guilty in a court of law. Okay? Okay, blah, blah, blah. Turns out he lives in another state. They were murdered in Moscow, Idaho. He lives in Pullman, Washington, which is, like, right across the border, like, between the two places where he lives, between his place, he lives in an apartment, and their house was, like, 15-minute drive. He's, like, you know, driving from, from, you know, Wentzville to St. Charles. Quick little drive, Okay. 
Yeah. Now it's come out that on the way back home, and if you know the story, his father flew out to Spokane, Washington, and then, um, I don't know, took an Uber or one-way, one-way rental or something like that and drove to Pullman, Washington. This is like December 13th or so, they think. And they drove back together to Pennsylvania where, where his parents live, okay? And apparently his parents must be do, do okay because they live in a gated community, okay? So it came out that twice along the drive home, they got pulled over by police. Now, the interesting part of it is, supposedly both times they get pulled over was in Indiana. So they contacted the Indiana State Police and said, hey, is it true that one of your state troopers pulled over this this Koberg guy, Koberger guy, Brian Koberger, and his father in Indiana? And the, uh, the Indiana State Police spokesman said, nope, never happened. Guess what surfaced yesterday? Body camera video of an Indiana State patrolman pulling over the Koberger car. And it's sort of bizarre because... You see the you know you see the dash cam video of of the police car Indiana State Police cop car pulling him over. The guy gets out, the trooper gets out of his car, walks around to the passenger side of the window. And if you ever seen that before, I've actually been pulled over a couple times by state police. I don't know why they do that. I think might because they don't want to get hit by cars. You know, if they're standing on the on the driver's side, they walk on the passenger side, and he walks up to the passenger side of the car. The father, who's riding shotgun, rolls down the window, and here's Brian Koberger sitting in the front seat of the car driving. And Indiana said, never happened. Go like, well, there it is right there. And they say the other one was, now that this came out, they said, well, I guess it did get big. And what's interesting was the state patrolman, the Indiana state trooper, did not give him a ticket. He gave him a warning. And I think he was going too fast. And supposedly he was pulled over like, and I think the deal was he said something and the, the body camera video is sort of weird because he, you know, the guy's wearing it on, you know, on his, on his shirt, like they do. So like, you know, right at their chest level. And when he bends over, you don't see the occupants of the car anymore. All you see is the door. Get what I'm saying? So whether he's bending over to talking to Koberger and his, and his father, the Koberger is in the car. He's bent over talking to them and you just hear part of the conversation, but you don't see the video anymore because it's just the side of the car. And he, they said something about, we've already been pulled over once. One time they get pulled over for following too close and the other time they get pulled over for speeding. And I'm thinking to myself, this is so weird. Now, then it came out that when they figured out you know, when they, and they, they, they've been watching him for like, supposedly the FBI was tracking him for like a week or something like that. And finally, when they decided, okay, we have probable cause, we're going to execute the search warrant. Remember I told you that I read two different articles. One of them said that they executed the search warrant at the Koberger's house in Pennsylvania at 1.30 a.m. The other one said 1.30 p.m. Yes. Okay, supposedly it was 1.30 a.m. Now, in a press conference yesterday, it came out that I think the county sheriff admitted they violently went into the house. And the the sheriff himself said, we broke many windows and doors. And they had 55 law enforcement officers participate in capturing this guy. I'm going like, okay, this is overkill. You know what I mean? It's overkill. He's at home with his parents. It's not like he's like in a bunker somewhere, you know, where he's got like bulletproof windows and he's got, you know, you know, 
tank traps yeah, but you around don't know his house. Where, where, what he's got stashed somewhere. Yeah, but but hold on a minute. He's in his home. His home. What is that called? He's got the home court advantage. But they admitted they broke many windows and many doors. Okay, I say why? Why can't they just you know get on the bullhorn? You know, this or... man allegedly killed four people. Yes, but what do you think they're going to do? Offer him tea and crumpets while they destroy their house? I don't think what I don't I think that's wrong. I think it's wrong because because you know if if you ever had I've never obviously you know well, I shouldn't say obviously but thank God it's never happened to me. I know people that have had that happen to them. Guess what? It does. It's not covered by insurance, and the police department doesn't pay for it. If no, they, they don't. You if, do have to if, fix it yourself. If that they knock your doors down and you know knock the doors out of the frame and break your windows, guess what? You're paying the for it. The fire department will do that as well. But you have to tell them that the front door's unlocked. Yeah, but but see, I get that. Otherwise, with, they'll bash it through. But see, I get that with the fire department because because if there's a fire in your house and they want to get in as quickly as they can to try to you know a find out if there are people in the house you know to rescue them and b put out the fire as quickly as possible. They don't have time to wait. Okay, with this thing, with this there is house one thirty in the morning. They could put ten guys and surround the house get on the bullhorn, and they probably, by this point in time, they know his cell phone number. They know his mom and dad's cell phone number. They know everything about him. They know what, what they had for breakfast that morning. They know what you know what's in the refrigerator. They know everything about him. They just surround the house, get all the bullhorn, you know, on the on the on the the, the speaker in the cop car. You, your house is surrounded. Brian Koberger, come out with your hands up. Right? What's he gonna do? Grab a bazooka and fire at him or something like that? You never know what they're gonna do. Yeah, but I don't it's just like this I mean the man is literally under investigation for a quadruple murder. I get it, but he wasn't posing. Are they supposed to use their please and thank yous? But he wasn't posing a problem to anybody. Once again, <laughs> it's not like he attacked a bank with a you know uh, with a armored car you know and and shot the place up. I mean, this was a horrendous crime that happened in the middle exactly. of the night. But once again, it wasn't like. See, you and I disagree on this. I, I think we do. That, you know, See, everybody thinks that we sit there and we agree on everything. We do not. Well, of course we don't. No. Just why? Why you still mad at me? Because I still want to talk about the fact that there's a group of women that Stop I can't. Be, I can't become I will, a member. I will hang up right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but why would you break this guy's house up? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. I now, don't know. okay. Okay, now, now let's 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 flip it around. Let's do the flip test on this, okay? The flip test. There are guys right here in the St. Louis area. There are guys, and some maybe even some women. There are guys that the St. Louis Police Department knows have killed multiple people. They know who these people are. Are they surrounding their house with fifty-five people and breaking in, into their house at one thirty in the morning? No, they're not doing anything to them. And they know these guys are known murderers, okay? Known murderers. They know who they are because of the fact that they're gangbangers. You know, they're involved in drug trade and stuff like that. So and, they're known murderers for gang people. Well, not necessarily gang people. Sometimes innocent people get caught in a cross, crossfire. Remember that horrendous situation that happened on 170 right there between Page and Olive? Was that two, three years ago? I do. Where that woman was driving. She was in the center lane driving down 170. And there's a running gun battle going on. One guy on the left lane, one guy in the right lane. They're shooting back and forth at each other. And unfortunately, the woman pulls right between them. Boom, she gets shot in the head and killed. Okay? Once again, they know who those guys are. They know who those guys are. 
I think they arrested one of them, but they know who the rest of them are. They just don't have enough evidence to, to, to charge them with anything. Now, the situation with this is with this Koberger thing, with the Idaho thing, they claim, and I heard this expert yesterday talk about this is going to be a really tough case to prosecute as far as the DNA because, A, it was a rental house, okay? Think about it. How many people, you know, if you have a, and especially in a college town, how many parties do they have? Matter of fact, there's, there's an interesting story I read that talked about how these, these weird stalker dudes, that there were several TikTok videos of these girls having a party at this house where they were murdered in. And they sort of gave like a little, like a mini tour of the house they were in. Because it was like a three-level house, three-story house. And there were people lived, there were people lived on all three floors. And they, there were several TikTok videos where they showed the interior, they showed the kitchen, they showed the sliding door, the guy came in the whole bit. So if somebody is doing their homework on them, they can watch all these videos. Okay, sliding door, I see where that's at. Okay, they're showing where their bedroom is. Like, okay, it's all out there on the, on the internet now, right, right now. You know what I'm saying? I do. Okay, and it's kind of creepy. It is. You know, to know that, that people are like, you know, like, okay, it's like, it's like the Dr. Fauci thing. How would anybody know that he had all these pictures of himself in his office until the reporter from the New York Times showed up and the documentary company came and shot video of him in his, in his, in his office with all these pictures of him everywhere? It's like, that's just weird. Name me somebody. Na- you know all sorts of people. Name me somebody who has all the pictures of themselves in their, in their room. Tell me. Can you give me one person? I'm thinking. <laughs> it's nobody. Anyway, going back to the Koberger thing, I think what they did is wrong. I think it was, and, and not only that, you know, they could have called on the phone at 8 o'clock in the morning and said, hey, we're the, uh, whatever it is, Pennsylvania County Sheriff's Office, whoever it was, Pennsylvania Police, FBI, hey, we're outside. We know Brian's in there. Come on out with your hands up and nothing will happen. Just have him, you know, somebody open the front door, have him turn around, put his hands on his head, have him walk backwards out the front door, have him walk, you know, once you get out the door, an officer will be telling you where to go. He'll be telling you what to do. You've seen the videos where they walk backwards, then they have him get on their knees, then they have him get on their stomach, and they put their arms out. That's all they had to do. They didn't have to wreck the guy's house. I just think it's wrong. And you're going to say, well, it's okay because he's a quadruple murder. Once again, Innocent until proven guilty. Uh-huh. And the guy I listened to yesterday says it's going to be a really tough case because of the fact that the DNA, you know, who, there's all sorts of DNA in the house. And not only that, they said it was a horrendously bloody mess area. How are they going to be able to, if there's like, if like let's say he cut himself while he was, you know, stabbing all these people. How do they know whose blood's whose blood? You know, it's like if you take like, you know, three vials of blood and you mix it all together, how do you know which one's which? They're all mixed together. It's like if you take, you know, Diet Pepsi, Pepsi, and Mountain Dew and mix it all together, what do you have? It's not Diet Pepsi anymore. It's not Pepsi. It's not Mountain Dew. What is it? It's Brad Soda. <laughs> it's right. That's exactly what it is. It's what I do. <laughs> it's, you know. <laughs> it's Brad Oda. It's a little bit of, it's a little bit of, a little bit of Diet little Pepsi. This, little, little bit of that. A little bit of. A little bit of jumping up and down. It, it's like some things, you know, like. <laughs> I have to tell you, you get a kick out of this. I was in a quick trip, or I just want to say quick trip, a quickie mart the other day, and that's what I do. I run a little bit. Matter of fact, when I'm in the quickie mart, I put a little vanilla in there, a little bit of Mountain Dew, a little bit of Pepsi, a little bit of Diet Pepsi. And this guy looks at me and he says, dude, are you a kid? 
did you say? Yes, I have the palate of a four-year-old. Yes, Thank you I very said, much. Oh, should I tell you my story? What happened to me at Schnooks last night? What happened? <laughs> One of these nights, I'm going to get shot doing this. Why are you doing it then? I'm going to get knifed or shot. One of the two. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Okay, we'll Why talk. Why don't you share with the class? <laughs> we'll talk about it next break. <laughs> And I don't mean it. Shaking my head, brother. I don't mean in disrespect. Okay. 745. It's BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. That's Mr. BVD, Mr. Haynes, Mr. Fruit of the Loom, Mr. Tidy Whitey, as Shelly knows him, right? Uh huh. Louis Capaldi. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember Back to the Future? Remember the I movie? Do. Remember when he goes back and he ends up at his mom's house? Yes. Okay. And. And she calls him Calvin Klein. Remember that scene? Yes. Because he has Calvin Klein underwear on. Yeah, that's back when they um, when they used to put the days of the week on the underwear. No, no, but the cow. See, I see this all the time in pictures where, especially women who are wearing bikini tops and bras and things like that, they have that, and the Calvin Klein name is all over it. Do you have any underwear that has like somebody's name on it like that besides your uh, own? I do. Do you really? What? Yes. What? What brand? Nunya. What's Nunya? Is that like numchucks? Yo, business. <laughs> Nunya business. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one, didn't I? Totally. <laughs> no, I no, just but, opened up the door and but, you just strolled right on in. But think about that for a minute. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're in the advertising business. I always find this fascinating. Okay, people pay to advertise. For other companies and and organizations and sporting teams, okay, you pay big money to advertise the Blues, the Cardinals, and things like that. Okay, they should be giving you that stuff. They should be giving you free jerseys, free Tarasenko Blues jerseys, and free Albert Pujols, you know, uh, uniform I tops agree. and things like that. You shouldn't have to buy those for sometimes hundreds of dollars. They should be giving those to you because you're advertising their brand, you know. And it's to the point where I'm thinking to myself, I, you know, people just fall for that, you know. I mean, but what's interesting if I said to them, hey. We're going to give you a crap shirt. We want you to wear this crap shirt all the time. I'm not wearing that. It's crap. It's a radio station. Hey, it's free. But yet, let's say crap got to be this huge popular radio station, which it probably never will be. But <laughs> once again, if it got to be this big popular radio station and people, like for example, Casey back in the day, people paid huge bucks for Casey t-shirts. And by the way, Shelly, that thing how to have, you know, hanging out of the pig's nose, was was it's his mouth was a joint no it wasn't a cigarette <laughs> thank you for the clarification once again brad john beck years ago this would have been like back in the 80s early 90s he told me that casey at one point in time casey sold i think he said two million dollars worth of that stuff a year uh, well casey Shirts, to this day, hats. People still have KC stickers on their car, key rings. I mean that kind of stuff. Yes, I don't get it. They should be giving that stuff away. They shouldn't be charging people for it. Give it away. Okay, so I go to Schnooks last night, and the particular Schnooks I go to has a lot of people who hang out in front of the store and ask you for money. Okay. Okay. So I go in the Schnooks store last night, and there's guys sitting there. They sit at the same place all the time, and I walk by him, and he says. Hey, man, I'm really hungry. Can you help me out? I said, I will on the way out. 
So what did I do? You went through a different door. No. You gave him 20 bucks. No. You bought him dinner. I bought him a big box of Little Debbie's. Did you really? Honest to God. So on the way out, I gave him, I matter of fact, I bought two boxes for him on the way out. And I shouldn't admit this, but I opened up one of the boxes and ate one of the cakes. I, oh, I, actually, God, I actually pulled out one of the cakes in one of the boxes. It was like five to a box, something like that. And I put one of them, you know, I had it in my little bag. So as I'm, I've checked out, I'm walking out the door. I open up one of the boxes. I pull out one of the cakes, put it in the bottom of my bag. So I got, a, you know, a fresh, un, unopened box. And But once again, the cakes are individually wrapped. So it wasn't like I'm given like an open package. Okay? So I uh-huh. walk out and I hand it to him. He goes, what's this? I said, you said you're hungry, man. I love these things. I eat them all the time. And the guy flips me off. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> he gives me the old third phalange. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. I don't even know what to say about I that. Mean, and it cost me five bucks. They were $2.50 a box. I gave him $5 worth of stuff, you know, once again. And I'm not trying to be a jerk. I eat them were all the time. The, uh, what what cakes were they? Tiger cakes. They were good. They were the tiger cakes. One of my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> you know, I mean, and they don't they don't have. And he flips you off. He flipped me off because I gave him two boxes of little debbies. You know, and once again, it would be different. I mean, I eat them all the time. You know, I mean, like I'm not saying, hey, I'm getting you. Know, I I could have gone gotten like you know a like a, a thing of like broccoli or something like that. And I mean, if somebody gave me some broccoli, I'd I'd, I'd show them the third phalange as well too. Hey, not eating this stuff. Sorry, bud. I don't eat broccoli. No broccoli. What's what's who was President Bush number one? Was he didn't he hate asparagus? What remember? I don't. There know. was something he hates asparagus. Whatever. So yeah, I give him two boxes of little debbies, and he flips me off. <sighs> Sorry, that happened to you. My mom used to always say, "No good deed goes unpunished." Yeah, you know, that was my mom, the ultimate, the ultimate, you know, optimist. Not my mom was the world's worst pessimist. You know, she was always. I used to be the ultimate optimist, and I'm just not like that anymore. Why is that? I don't know. I think the last three years kind of kicked it out of me. Yeah, well, you know, there's certain things happen. So anyway, so that's sure. my that's my story now. I did tell you the story that, that on Christmas Day, there was a guy in uh, the Quickie Mart. I gave him 10 bucks. I told you that, didn't I? No. Yeah. Yeah. I was leaving the Quickie Mart, and, you know, and the guy was out there on Christmas Day. It was cold. Remember, on Christmas Day, it was cold. And he's out there, you know, he's out there panhandling right in front of the Quickie Mart. And he goes, hey, man, can you spare a book? And I walked over to him. I go, how about 10? And he said to me, he said, he says, wow. He says, most people just give me a dollar. I go, hey, it's Christmas. It's 10 bucks. See that's that's gonna be that's gonna be my You're news. Such a good man. No, I'm a terrible person. That's gonna be my new year's resolution. I'm gonna give give something away every single day. So far, I've done it. I won't tell you the other stuff I've given away. I've so far this is the fourth day of the year. My goal for 2023 is every single day I'm going to give something to somebody. So what have you decided you're gonna give me? I'm I'm gonna give to people I don't know. That's the whole thing. I'm gonna give people I don't know. Have well, no what idea. What about the existing customers? Screw them. <laughs> no, I mean, to people who I think are in need, okay? Now, they may be fooling me. You know what I mean? The guy who's who's you know on the exit ramp from westbound 70 on the 94 or the exit ramp from northbound 170 on a page. The one that gets into a Mercedes. <laughs> right. They, they may be fooling me, but you know what? 
I, at this point, it's like, hey, you know, the man upstairs looking down, he goes, well, even though Brad got schnookered by that guy with the Mercedes, he gave him five bucks. I may think about letting him into Heaven's Gate. And then the guy downstairs says, no, he's ours. He's ours. You can't no, have him. He never wins. <laughs> no. I think you're a good soul. I've always thought that about you. Oh, ask Brian Richardson. He t- says all sorts of good things about me. Him and well, him it's and a brand new year. Let's not even bring that man. Him and up. Steve Casper and Chris Chris Dickhouse. I mean, they're my biggest. Seriously, Brad. They're my biggest fans. <laughs> You're killing me. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> we're done. Shaking my hand, brother. This is going to be a real short week. Oh, we are done. Oh, by we? the way, I want to mention this. This guy, Aaron. Dunkey, I guess it is, D-U-N-K-E, D-U-E-N-K-E, Dunkey, Dunkey. He's still missing. This is the guy that was floating down the river, the Missouri River down there in Washmo on a piece piece of ice. Still missing. And that's just so weird. And especially, it's weird because he was taking selfies of himself on the ice floating down the river and then sending them to people he knew. I go, "I I don't understand that. I mean, you know, first off, the rivers are not to be trifled with, especially when they're frozen, you know, and, yes. and you get into the drink and you're in there for like 30 seconds and you're dead because hypothermia sets in real quick, yes. you know, when the water temperature is so low, you know, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Why would somebody do that? I don't know. Maybe he was trying to be a... do half the things they do, Brad. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to be a social media star or something like that. I don't think it worked out too well for him. And I feel sorry for him if this was his demise. It seems like he's not, you know, it seems like, unfortunately, he's no longer with us, which I think is very sad. But there's search still going on for him. It's just one of those weird stories. I don't understand why you do it, especially this time of the year. Okay. Brad? Yes? It's been a slice of heaven as usual. Yeah, a thin slice. A thin slice of yeah, heaven. Thin slice. Yeah, but a thin slice of heaven goes a long way. Yeah, just like when hey, I give the guy last I'm night. I'm sorry? I was just like, you know, when I give the guy the little Debbie's last night and he flips me off, okay? He probably doesn't even realize who he <laughs> flipped off. <laughs> he doesn't care. Okay, say goodbye. We got to get out of here. Bye. We got to get out of here. Peace and I fly. Happy New Year again. 759. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.